In my family, going to the hospital was no big deal, as long as you weren't expecting an ambulance ride, because, as you might know, those things don't come cheap. So, naturally, with three siblings who loved to invent games such as Dojo, where we trained as ninjas, but really it was just an excuse to beat the crap out of each other, I have some battle wounds. Honestly, if I tried to find and count the scars I have now, I'm not sure how many nicks and bruises I would find. I have two overlapping scars on my chin, a scar on my back, and a raised scar on my knee that I swear is the exact same size and shape as a junior mint. So, naturally, behind every injury is a story. Here are mine. So, the first scar I got on my chin ended up with some poor pool man having to clean up my blood. If you ever found my podcast, I'm so sorry, sir. And to the girl that decided it'd be a good idea to push nine-year-old Megan in the pool, thanks for the story. Basically, the story goes that one day after summer swim practice, I was standing with my back to the pool and my heels barely hanging off the edge, talking to my friends. In the middle of our conversation, with no warning whatsoever, she pushed me into the pool. Except, she didn't quite push me far enough. My head slammed into the concrete edge, and I fell in. My chin blood definitely contaminated that pool, and after some poor lifeguard fished me out, my mom took me to the hospital, and I got my first scar that I can remember. The next time my poor chin was injured was due to excessive holiday cheer. I obviously have no regrets. One holiday season, my sister and I had gotten matching holiday fuzzy socks to get us in the Christmas spirit. I was wearing my pair of fuzzy socks around the house when Lauren and I discovered the wonders of clean hardwood floors. For about five minutes, we were so graceful. We were ice skaters sliding around the kitchen in our fuzzy socks. And then my clumsy self ate it, and I fell backwards, slamming my chin into the edge of the kitchen table, and I fell smack on my butt. Another hospital visit later, and I had a chin scar. It's a weird body part to be accident prone, I know. Being good at rock, paper, scissors is a life skill I apparently lack, and I paid for it by getting a scar on my back. There is a couple of things you need to know for this story to make sense. My dad had just come home from a long day of work and parked his car right in the driveway where we were playing the game 500. It's not super important to understand how the game works. All you need to know is it involved our beloved green kickball. In the excitement of my dad getting home, my siblings and I all flocked to him for love and attention, completely forgetting about the ball, which then proceeded to roll under the car. Once my dad had gone inside and we tried to resume our game, we realized the ball was gone under the car. Here comes the rock, paper, scissors. So basically, my siblings had decided whoever lost the most rock, paper, scissors games in a mini tournament of sorts would have to go retrieve the ball. Take a wild guess at who lost. So I tried reaching my arms in, but I was pretty young and my arms couldn't reach. So I crawled under a freshly parked car. And you can guess what happens next. If you can't, here's what happened. The engine was still hot, and it burned through my shirt and burned the entirety of my back. But hey, I got the ball out and another scar for the storybooks. Lastly, my beloved junior mint scar. Totally preventable, but a direct result of my mother always having to prove her way is the right way. And at this point in my life, I know my mother is never wrong. However, sixth grade Megan did not agree. Sixth grade was a time where I thought that I ruled the school and I was much too cool to play with my younger brother, who was only in the fourth grade. However, my mother disagreed. I had a friend over one day, and Riley, my younger brother, 
insisted on playing with us, and I was not about to let him tag along with me and my older friend, so a high-speed scooter chase ensued. My friend and I hopped on our Razor scooters and zoomed out of the driveway, only to be followed by Riley on a bike. I pushed my scooter as fast as I could, hell-bent on losing Riley in the twists and turns of our neighborhood. Then I saw it, a huge downhill road. I was so convinced that I would gather enough speed and lose him. What I did gather was enough speed that my scooter wheels started to shake and I lost control and completely wiped out. My knee was gushing blood. I hobbled home in tears, crying for my mommy to make it better. Instead, I got the kind, nurturing words of, you did this to yourself. If you had just let Riley play with you, this wouldn't have happened. And my mom walked away. In the sixth grade, I didn't know you were supposed to, how you were supposed to clean injuries. So I slapped a band-aid on my knee and called it a day. And to this day, I have a raised bump on my knee from the most intense high-speed scooter chase of the century. So basically, scars happen, and they're stories that you've gone out and lived your life. You know, apparently, I'm really good at living mine.